Amen. Thank you to our choir leading us in worship this morning. I do want to say a few things about our guest preacher this morning. I'm very excited to have Pastor Paul Kim join us. Pastor Paul Kim and his wife Rebecca Kim founded Brooklyn Baptist Church back in 1981. Since then, they've dedicated their lives to planting churches and raising leaders by sharing the transforming love of Christ. Pastor Paul is a leader in the Southern Baptist Convention, one of the denominations we are affiliated with, having served as a trustee of the IMB, uh, president of the New England Baptist Convention, and the Asian American Relations Consultant to the SBC Executive Committee. A veteran of the U.S. Army since 2020, he has been serving as the National Chaplain for the Korean War Veterans Association, studied at the University of Hawaii, and earned his MDiv and MRE from Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary, and his DMIN from Golden Gate Baptist Theological Seminary. He continues to serve as Pastor Emeritus at Antioch Baptist Church in Cambridge, Mass., and his wife, who couldn't be here with us today, Rebecca, uh, studied at Seoul National University, has an MDiv from Golden Gate Baptist Theological Seminary, DMIN from Gordon-Conwell, and for over 20 years she has served as the Southern Baptist Chaplain at Harvard University. So for the four Christians that are there, no, I'm just kidding, I'm sure there's more than that at Harvard University, but what a blessing uh, to have you with us. How I got connected is I saw that um, our executive director posted a picture of the Asian uh, fellowship in the Baptist Convention of New England here, and I said, how come I didn't get an invite? Um, and that same day, uh, Pastor Paul contacted me, invited me, and said, what time is your service? I'd like to come and join you. Joined us for that worship service, and I had him do the benediction, and since then I've been eager to have you come back and to bring the word. So the good thing about Pastor uh, Paul Kim, he's a pastor, so you know he can preach, right? So he's not just some, you know, executive somewhere at some denomination. Uh, he's, he's been a pastor for many years. So, Pastor Paul, let's welcome Pastor Paul Kim. Would you join me in prayer, please? Our loving Heavenly Father, we praise you, we give thanks to you. You are in this place. In your presence, Father, we gather together, worship and praise you, Father, you are the only and the holy and true and living God who has risen from the dead. Give us the hope to mankind in Christ Jesus. Father, we are longing to, Father, for return of Christ. So while, Father, we are here living in this world, we continue, Father, worship you to minister people in our community where you have given us, Father, for privilege to serve. Thank you, Father, opportunity to speak thy word your word be bespoken, your name is exalted, and praise be magnified and glorified. This is in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Rick, and I appreciate that for your invitation to come. And it's awesome. You know, this is really the historical church, as you know. I'm sure you'll be proud of yourself that you are the member of this congregation. It goes way back. 1765, the young man who graduated from the Princeton College, his name was uh, Dr. Hezekiah Smith. And uh, with uh, 23, the newly baptized uh, congregation, he started uh, the church. As I walked through the, the church building, I saw the historical that the notebook that is uh, counted uh, 14 churches. This congregation multiplied 
the church planting in this community. It's amazing. It's amazing that how this church, and way back, even 11 years before the, the founding of America, this church was existed before this country called United States of America. You have an amazing and the wealth about the history. It is amazing. It's how God has blessed this congregation all those years. And the God is so good. And the God is still searching, looking for, for those people who are lost. Way back the 1865, it's uh, 90 years after this church was established. There was a little young fellow named Dwell L. Moody. I'm sure you all heard about his name. Dwell L. Moody was only 17 years old. He left to his hometown at Northfield and came to the Boston to search for a job. When he came to the Boston, and uh, there was uh, the shoe store they operated by his uncle. His uncle offered him a job to be a shoe salesperson. And their agreement, if you go to church, I'll give you the job. He agreed to go to church. So El Moody, as a 17 years old, began to go to church. And then one day, Sunday school teacher named Edward Kimball that came to visit him, to share the gospel, the goodness of Jesus Christ. And this little young fellow, only God knew what he would do in the days after this event, that he came to know Jesus Christ. Dwell El Moody became the renowned the preacher or evangelist in American history in the 19th century. It's amazing. And how the God, he, Dwayne Moody came to look for the job. <clears throat> but God was looking for him to bring him to the shoe store and to bring him to Christ, to be used as a God's servant to preach. Millions of people came to know Christ Jesus. Dwayne Moody is an amazing the man of God who has been the evangelist, winning people to Christ. The people are searching the Jesus. You know, when I came here today, I've been here for a couple of times. It's a great historical church building as it is. And I somehow typed it in the address, 217 South, the main street, Heberville. You know what? That the GPS directed me to the wrong church. <laughs> I ended up to be the Catholic church instead of a Baptist. <laughs> and I was uh, interesting. I abandoned the building, but this building is now looks like a first in a first Baptist church. So I texted uh, the pastor, you know, Rick, what is your address, by the way? So he gave me the same address, but without the S, without the South. 
So I came here to church. See, it is amazing that when you're looking for something, you're searching for looking for something, always find that the right address, right person. The right person about this history, the mankind, is Jesus Christ. Jesus came to seek that which is lost. So I want to ask you to turn with me to a scripture verse. And a familiar text is Luke chapter 19, verse 1 through 10. Luke chapter 19, verse 1 through 10. There is already the screen you have, but let me read that this way. Let me read that from the screen here as well. He entered Jericho and was passing through. Let me read this a bit better. <laughs> All right. He entered Jericho and was passing through. And behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was rich. And he was seeking to see who Jesus was. But on account of the crowd, he could not, because he was a small ancestor. So he ran on ahead and climbed up on the sycamore tree to see him. For he was about to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, and he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, hurry, come down, for I must stay at your house today. So he hurried and came down and received him joyfully. And when they saw it, they all grumbled. He was gone into the guest of a man who is a sinner. And Jacob stood and said to the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I gave to the poor, and if I have defrauded anyone of anything, I restore it fourfold. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house. Since he also is a son of Abraham, for the Son of Man came to seek and save the lost. I want you to look at the verse 3, which is my key verse. And he was seeking to see who Jesus was. See, people want to seek the Christ. Why do the people want to seek Christ? Because there's a hope, there's a truth. Because Jesus said, I am the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. Because he is the truth. Today in our generation, in our culture, we need the truth. The God himself is truth. The God's word is truth. John chapter 17, 17 says. So we need the truth. Because this generation, we live in the midst of all the confusions and troubles. So we see deceptions and mistakes. Misunderstanding, all these things happening. We need the Jesus. That's why we need to seek Jesus. He's the everlasting God. Nothing changes. He's the same yesterday and today and forever. He lives forever. He's the living in a holy, righteous God. That is why we need to seek Jesus. There was a man named called the Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus was tax collector. Not just a tax collector. The Bible says he was a chief tax collector. 
That chief means that he has some authority. He has some power. He has some kind of, a, in a way, and to do, have other people to serve him. He was a chief tax collector. He was a sicky. So that means that his job did not satisfy him. His position did not really build up his, he did not really be satisfied. So even he has a secure job, he has a good income, the income has not always been at the, the proper way, probably, we don't know, because he was a sinner, they called the considered tax collector. The tax collector always collected more than what was levied. So they put the rest of the money to go in his pocket. So the Bible says he was rich. So the Jekyll was a kind of person, but when he was born, his father may have given name the, the name Jekyll. And as you know, when your baby was born, your father gave the name. That Jekyll means the pure, innocent. So his father may have thought him to be, grow up to be the pure person, innocent person. But did he was really innocent and pure? But somehow his ambition, because he was a handicap in a way, because he was a short. The Bible says a short man, we don't know how short he was. He must be a short man. And he was a short man, he was a handicap. He wanted to compete. Other people probably bullied him. Other people say, hey, there's a shorty coming. Don't look at that. So he didn't like that. He wanted to do everything. He could have be his power. And he wanted to achieve, have a better look down other people. Then he became a rich, they called the chief tax collector. People in the community didn't like a tax collector. Do we like a tax collector these days? No, we don't either. We don't want the British the government to collect the tax from us. In back in 1765, the Stamp Act has been given because the British needed more money after that French and Indian War and ended 1763. So people don't want to pay tax. That's why we dumped all the teas from the Boston Harbor. We don't want to pay tax. So he's a tax collector. He was in charge in the community. But yet, he was not satisfied. So what did he do? He was looking for the answer for life. Yes, we need the answer. We're looking for something better than the life that we have on earth. The greater life is in Christ Jesus because he came to give us that life in him. Here we find that and one day, the people heard about the name Jesus. They was coming to visit, they passing through the Jericho, the town. All so many people gathered together ahead of him. When about the time he came out, and there was already so many people in front of him, he could not even look at it. Looking at it, go through that hole. And maybe people said, hey, get, hey, shorty, get away from it. Don't, come here, get away. I'm sure he was a bullied by anyway. So he got, aha, I want to do something more. You guys don't know me, right? So I'm going to climb up the sycamore tree. So look at that, he climbed up the sycamore tree. Can you imagine that the chief tax collector, and well known in the community, that he went up to the sycamore tree, sitting on there, looking for who Jesus was. 
I'm sure that the, what people still look at say, hey, <laughs> look at that! What are you doing over there, sycamore tree? You know, amazing thing. And then, in spite of all they are pulling him, but he wanted something, he never wanted to give up. That one, he wanted to see Jesus. That is the greatest thing that he could have done in his lifetime. To look for, seek for to Jesus. Jackie was a seeker. So many people seeking, looking for something better. Better for the job, better for that, uh, homes, better for everything. We're always looking for something more, something better. Jackie, obviously, he was one of them. He did everything a lot, but there was one thing that was missing in his life. What was missing in his life? He did everything but not satisfied that only Jesus is missing. So whenever Christ is not in us, that we don't have anything. And I'm sure that you are familiar with the hymn that called, I'd rather have Jesus. I'd rather have a Jesus than silver and gold. I'd rather have the fames. I'd rather have Jesus than anything else. Yes, though every generation needs to have a Jesus. Every person needs to have a Jesus. Everybody can have to see Jesus. And a boy can see Jesus. That's why you have a children's ministry. Even girls can have a Jesus. And even that the young and the old men can have a Jesus. And the educated, uneducated people can have a Jesus. And no matter what, the Christ is the answer of uh, this life. Christ is in, uh, the one who is the Lord and Savior. Even John the Baptist, look at point out, John the Apostle, point out, over, look, behold the Lamb of God who take away the sins of this world. The world's a trouble because of sin. Sin is the problem. How the sin came about. Genesis chapter 3, and we found that the original sin, how Adam and Eve disobeyed God's command. When you eat, you shall surely die. That is why Romans chapter 5, verse 12, the sin enter in this world, man shall die. The Bible also tells Hebrews chapter 9, 27, there's a time is appointed for man to die, there comes the judgment. So we have to be really serious about the life, the coming, and to know Christ, the seeking. So here the Jacques, he was a man. He was looking for. You know how that we all heard about the recently the news? The Queen Elizabeth passed away after 70 long years of a reign as amazing and beloved, the faithful and the queen and the British and the even whole world loved her so dearly. While she was living, whenever she pacified, when the visitors are coming to the England, I've been to the several times myself, and then the people want to see 
The queen, they're waiting outside the door, want to see the, when the queen is coming out. How much more that Jesus came to this world, we all long to look forward to see Jesus. He's the greatest of all. The Christ is the Lord of life. Christ is the one, the King of kings. He's the Lord of lords. He's coming back. The Bible tells over and over again, at least 315 times, the return of Christ, appearance of Christ. Even Old Testament talk about pointed out. Even at the Christmas time, we tell the story of a Magi. Those are the wise men. They came from the far east looking for whom? Searching for whom? Looking for newborn King Jesus. Whether that was 2,000 years ago or 2,000 years later, this day, in our generation, in our community, in everywhere in America, they need to see Jesus. There are so many people living without God. So many people lost, wandering in this world. I've been in the college ministry for 41 years from the days of Berkeley, 1981. Young people today looking for something more than their education. They're looking for something, the truth. They're looking for nothing can satisfy, degree cannot satisfy, the good job will not really ultimately satisfy. We needed to have a job to degree. But the ultimate, we need to see person named Jesus. He is the Lord. He's the king. We have to bow before the king One is coming back to us. Even that the one day that how the, the, you know, the Jesus went out to the early morning to prayer. He went out to the prayer and the people heard and they were looking for, searching for Jesus. And then went out. They couldn't find. And then at the Peter and the disciples found him, there was on the field of praying. And he said, Lord, everybody's looking for you. Yes, everybody is looking for Jesus. How blessed that you are. And you look for the Christ that came to know Christ to the cross of Jesus. That is the blessed life you have. No greater than you came to know Christ because Christ came to this world to look for you and look for me. I was just 20 years old. I came to the United States 55 years ago. I joined the United States Army, served two years. During the two years, 1968, and they called the 30 day, they called the furlough. So I went home to Hilo, Hawaii. There I was in the house, and the Baptist preacher came to knock the door. Because I visited his church, my sister went to the church. I went to church in Korea, mission school, but I never made it to know who Jesus was about the cross. He came, he shared the plan of salvation for one hour, turned the page after page, and I could not deny there was a Bible tells him this, because until then I never read the Bible. But I went to sitting in the church, I went to chapel, 
I did everything religious for the school required for graduation. But I did not know what this book is about. I did not know what the cross was. Why Christ has to die. That day, he led me to Christ. That 54 years ago. The Christ was a look for me. And he found me in my own house. My life been transformed and changed since then. I never dreamed I ended up to be the army chaplain. Or I never dreamed to be, uh, be the Baptist preacher. I have uh, no idea. So many young people I deal with, they don't know what the future is. I ask them, what do you want to be? I don't know. That's the best answer that I always hear from the people. I don't know. I don't know is the answer. So I ask, see, if you don't know, who will know your, your future? I don't know. Everything I don't know. Yes, Jackie was a seeker. He was seeking. Why do people seek? That's valuable. You're not looking for, nobody was looking for the trash. People looking for something valuable things. You know what? When early days of pioneers, they heard the news, there was a gold was found in California. 1848, that people began to do on a wagon to go to the California, look for the search for the gold. They called the California Gold Rush. 300,000 people went the direction looking for the gold. The later years, about 100,000 people went to Yukon Valley, Alaska, looking for what? Gold. Why are you looking for the gold for? Because of precious, valuable. That is how you are the more flesh, more valuable than gold and diamond. How the God created us in his own image, how blessed that we have a life, this world. How people want to live without the God. And anybody can comprehend that? For those people who live in Christ, and you have everything for this world and beyond this world. Here is a man, Jacques. He was a seeker, seeking. You know, we have a ministry in the Harvard University, all about the target, about the eight different campuses. And my wife, I want to brag about my wife. She is a good Bible teacher. She does all the work, I got all the credit. <laughs> Isn't that a bad kind of a ministry, right? Um, God has been good. So that's why we built a church. We planted 40 churches worldwide for those 40 years. We still do a lot of ministry because no greater joy in the leading someone to Christ, the people who are seeking. We have many Chinese students from China. They got all the PhDs. We have too many PhDs in our church. You know that? They came to study for a better life. But they found that Christ is greater than for their education. Everywhere. Whatever cultural background we're from, 
No matter what age we are, we people all look for Jesus Christ. That is Zacchaeus did that. That's why Jesus said, "Today, you, this day salvation came to this house. You are the son of Abraham. Abraham means as a father of faith. So it is important thanks to the, the sick." Now, what do you do that if you are already know Christ? What did you do to ministry to the church, community, and workplace? There are still so many people without the Christ, without the hope. There are many t h e spiritual homeless. They don't have a home. They're looking for something, but we have to tell how they can find the home, home in glory in heaven. That is what the Christians, our duty. That's what we do. If you look at the book of Acts, there are so many people to who the lay people came to know Christ because the people, they're the one who witnessing to that. That Jesus said at Acts chapter one eight. You shall be my witnesses from Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, to the ends of the earth. That is our task. It is our work. We send out to train, disciple them. We send them out to the missionary. We have over 70 missionaries from our churches, 14 churches worldwide right now, sent out to the where? We're sending out to people Central Asia, Tashkent, Uzbekistan. Armenia, the Arabian Armenia. We have a Republic of Georgia. We have a church in Korea. We're sending people out. The church is not to keep the people in the building. We have to train them, send them out as a missionary to find the people who are lost, to bring them to the cross of Jesus. That is a great thing to do, is we have to know the To know the Christ, our country needs this of what most. Of course, we have economy and the gas price went up. And there's so much trouble in public school. You know what? Our country need what? The cross. Our country need more prayer than anything else. Everything failed, but the Christ can stand. He will bless America again. That's what we need. The Christ than anything else. Zacchaeus, he was a seeker. Do you know any seekers in your community at your workplace? Show them this book, how they can find. That was the program progress, and of uh, found, and on the way to Salado City. Uh, we all going to the on the Salado City as a saint. How blessed that your life, my life, it is because of knowing Christ Jesus as Lord and Savior. Not only the seeker, that you find the verse seven. It's interesting things. The people looking for doing something good things. Always the people opposing. Verse seven says this word, and when they saw it, they all grumbled. He has gone into the, the guest of the man who is a sinner. The Bible says. Uh, They saw it. They all grumble. Not just a few people grumble about they going into that. The uh, Jesus going to the with the Jacques. Not the some people complaining. 
That's the, the Bible says all, all of them, all the crowd came out to see Jesus. They saw Jesus, but they the one who grumbling. They grumbling. You know the people grumbling? So many people grumbling, right? Even the false days in the act of the sex, first one and the first sinner down. And so the, when the people, the Hellenistic Jews, they means who spoke uh, Greek, and uh, they, when they saw that uh, they were, their widows were not really taken care of, daily distribution, and uh, they looked and they said, well, Hebrew got more favor. And so they're complaining. So that is uh, how the first seven the deacons was established, the church began to organize. And then the Peter said, what I will do, when I focus on the prayer and the word of God. Yes, that the people need more prayer, more to study the word of God. Here the people complaining, you know, well, these people, not only the Jackiers, the people who have a positions in work in life, but they need the Jesus, but the people who complaining, the critics, they need the Jesus as well. Don't you agree? We all need a Jesus. Whether we are sicker, we are the complainer, or the, the critics, they all need a Jesus. Because Jesus is the one who gives the hope. Jesus brings the love. Jesus gives us the ability to have a true, living, meaningful life do we have. People everywhere when are looking for something meaningful life. What brings the meaningful life? What really does the true the life it is? that we need that Jesus is the one who makes us beautiful. Jesus is the one who created heaven and earth, and he can make us so beautiful. When we're young and old, we can be beautiful when we know Christ, because he transforms our inner life. Yes, Jesus is the one. Instead of complaining, you know, not only that the first century the church they were complaining, even today's church, there are a lot of people complaining. Stop complaining and serve to know, tell people about Jesus Christ in the community. That is, we are the messenger of God's word. Here we find there's something about the life of Jekyll, how the Jesus came intentionally, goes through that Jericho. Where is the Jericho today? This town is the Jericho. Christ is passing by. He's not going to stop. He's passing by. He found that there, Jacquees. When Jesus went to Samaria, he found a woman at the well. She was spiritually hunger and thirst and led her to Christ, the house. She influenced other men in town to know, come to Christ. So how that the, when we come to Christ, how God can use each one of us to use us to tell the good news of Jesus Christ, how we can find. You know, an uh, interesting thing is how that the, uh, the beggar find that the word they can find the food, to tell the other beggars to come. When you minister the people, they all come because people are hungry to come. So you got just to tell other people. So the church is the one that the Bible says a great commission. And that you, to make disciples of all nations. So that is our church ministry do that we try to make disciples where every Friday night we have Bible study. So teaching them the word of God, 
teaching them so they can bring their other friends to the church on Sundays, like today. They have a service at 12 o'clock, and they have a service at 2.30. So that's how we are ministering to people. We have disciples, and the disciples make disciples. That is how we do the ministry in the church to grow. That's God caused the church to grow. Man cannot do that. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6, Paul said, I planted Apollos water, but God caused to grow. God is the one who caused the church to grow. It's his body. He's the head of the church. Now, I want to say more important things. The Zacchaeus is sicker than these critics. You know, you find so many, like even days of Jesus, was the Pharisees and scribes, they're always complaining. You know, people who are complaining, they are not happy. If they're happy, they're not bother other people. People who are miserable inside, they are failure, they're the one who are complaining. People who are happy with Jesus, we rejoice, give thanks to God. And you find that uh, not only Zacchaeus and these critics, but yet the Jesus himself is the one who came to seek you and me long before you ever thought to come to know him, to find the meaning and the purpose of life. Acts chapter 13, verse 36, David to serve for the purpose of God in his generation. So we need to find the purpose for life. What is the purpose in your life? You know, you have a children, the great children, and how your grandchildren. You know, we the parents that love the children, grandchildren, they want to raise them up, they find the meaning and purpose of life. Teaching the word, this is what, and love them and pray for them. I have two grandchildren living in Philadelphia. I don't have to go to Philadelphia if not my grandchildren are there. You know how the grandparents are, right? So I go there about three, three to five times a year to see the grandchildren. Grandchildren are so precious. I heard that someone said that to my friend, American friend, he said that, you know, Paul, when you have a grandchildren, you know, understand my feeling. What is, what, what is your feeling about? And he said, oh, grandchildren are so precious. It's so precious. I, you know, I should have uh, the grandchildren first before my children. So I don't have to bother. You know, when the parents would really have to work hard for raising the children. But grandchildren are so adorable. So that's how it is. Life is always a wonderful something. But I want you to see something here, how Jesus. And verse 10 it says, The Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. Who are the lost? You know, without the Christ, they're lost. So that is why the Jesus came to this world. He left the glory in heaven. He came to this world to the one thing, and he came as a savior and to look for the lost one, you and me. How precious are you? And Jesus see you more valuable than yourself. How precious you and me. 
God has given your talents. God has given your health. God has given your family. It's such a precious people. I look at the, the, those days and the early days when I was working at the Cambridge University of Berkeley. I told those young people, you are so precious. Yes, every person is precious in the image of God. They can do far more if you motivate them through the gospel, the teaching, the truth of gospel. They have done it. They've been with me, with us, for the last 30, even almost 40 years. Young people come to search the truth, education. Teach the true education. That's the Bible, the Word of God. So we find that here that Jesus said that the Son of Man came. Jesus came for, look for, to save the which is lost. Have you uh, come to Christ? Do you know anyone who needs the Savior and the Lord Jesus Christ? to have an everlasting, eternal life? I'm sure we all have the friends with the honor of Christ. Pray for them. Spirit God can convict them. You might never know, you might have a someone like a Dual El Moody, whose life had transformed, became a servant of God. Billy Graham, the same thing. We all people like that who are ministers, the missionaries, they have all the story to tell. You have a story to tell what God has done in your life through the church. Yes, remember, everybody looking for Jesus for meaning of a life. Jesus came already 2,000 years ago. But now when he comes back, He's not looking for to save anyone. He come to judge the world. How we live for Christ. How do you live for Christ? You're helping, ministering, helping other people to know, to be encouraged, to have a hope. I want to leave this word to you. Remember, Jesus came to save the which is lost to give an everlasting life. <clears throat> no greater thing than if I have a life everlasting. What a blessed life we can have. We already have it here on earth, have a much more yet when the Christ returns. Let's pray. Our Father, we thank you all the goodness and mercy you have done in our journey of life. Life is short. Father, we don't live even 100 years most in the most cases. The Bible says that 120 years is a limited life. So, Father, in that short time, we have so much troubles, problems, everything else, Father. But there's only one thing. There is a way is to, to find, to know Christ Jesus. As a Jacquees found the Christ as he looked for, searched for him. And Jesus already came to look for the lost one. Father, I pray that each one of us be useful as a God's instrument to bring the lost people to Christ, as Apostle Paul did all his life. So, Father, you have changed our life to do your work, to serve for your kingdom until Christ comes back. May you bless upon all of these blessed people, Father, here. These are the children that they would love Jesus, love others, Father, to hear, to know Christ. 
Thank you, Father. This be your prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, oh.